The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 108 of your favorite podcast, the Grardai Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Haley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. And today we're going to talk about expectations, which is a topic I'm very excited to talk to you about. I feel like expectations are a vital part of bodybuilding success. So inside, we're going to take a deep dive into those, and I'm going to share some personal stories about my expectations for clients and how things worked out there. As always, brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Please use code Haley at checkout. Leave us five stars down below. I'll see you inside. All right, you lovely people. I hope you guys all had fantastic weekends, and I hope that you're going to have an amazing Thanksgiving upcoming. I know Thanksgiving this year for a lot of people is going to look a little, um, just a little different um, than normal. I, 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 I have to say. I hope that you don't have to miss out on, um, you know, time with loved ones over, you know, the current fear mongering that's going on. Um, I do hope that you can have the most normal um, sense of holiday celebration and tradition um, that you could possibly have. I know for uh, Thanksgiving here, we uh, we have reservations at Lonesome Dove uh, for Thursday, which is a real nice um, restaurant here in Austin. It's, it's probably my new favorite restaurant here in Austin because um, Haley, um, who's Megan's best friend who lives with us. I mean, like Haley's kind of my best friend, like yeah, too. It's part default. of family now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's more than friends. Like, yeah, it's yeah. family, right? Yeah. Um, she's a waitress there. She's really fucking good. So if you're in the Austin area, go to fucking Lonesome Dove. Um, I just want to say she's fantastic. Yeah, that we are one step closer because of Lonesome Dove. Yeah, to Joe Rogan. We are. Joe Rogan loves Lonesome Dove because of its um, food selection. Yeah, big, he's a big, big Lonesome Dove fan. She's seen him there a few times, um, and um, she she's seen some other people. Was, he, the story was her parents and Joe came at the same time. At the same time, <laughs> and, and I, I guess Haley told me that her dad's a big Joe Rogan fan. Yeah, yeah, and she was like, "Mom, okay." Mom and dad, don't embarrass me. Yeah. Like, don't do anything Please weird. Don't embarrass me. And her mom, of course, in momly fashion, yeah. says, Joe. <laughs> Did you not hear about this? No. She said, Joe, my husband's like your biggest. She, she made some some like boyfriend joke or some shit, shit like that. I, we'll have to ask Kelly. But she's your, he's your biggest fan. He goes, really? And they had like a small conversation about that it. That is Absolutely, I would have been so embarrassed. She, she, I, I think Haley that's said awesome. she literally just said, "Joe, hey Joe," like, like, like he was casual, friends. yeah, yeah, like casual. That's yeah. so funny. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but man, hopefully we see him there on Thursday. That'd be cool. Uh, you think he's That'd going there cool. for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I mean, I'm going there for Thanksgiving. Why wouldn't he? He's gonna go kill something and bring it home. <laughs> he is. He is. He's gonna go shoot a wild turkey and and, and then they're gonna cook it up at the at the place. Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys all have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Um, and, you know, another opportunity for more memories here i know scott and savannah are traveling back home for their thanksgiving mm-hmm. um they're much more family oriented uh for sure than than uh, i would say i am 
Um, so safe travels to you guys Appreciate on the way it. there and Appreciate back. Uh, the podcast looks a little different. It's going to continue on. I'm, I'm, I, I have some guests that I'm lining up here. Um, you know, while Scott will be traveling away, but we're going to continue rolling here. Um, you know, as we can. So definitely really excited about that. I, uh, I promised some folks that I met over the weekend. I would give them a shout out on the next podcast episode. It was really cool. I told Scott about mm-hmm. it before this. Uh, we were at uh, Volcan um, Saturday night here in Austin, Texas. Uh, whenever you see me uh, out raving or anything like that, it's likely Volcan uh, where we're at. They have some amazing DJs in. Um, we're really tight with almost everyone who works there, which, you know, I'm not always I'm not sure if that's like a good thing. You know, I think you're, you're, you're really tight with everyone Can, who works at the club. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie because of this new song, uh, yeah. this Riot 10 song, tic- yeah. TikTok. Yeah. I'm a little sad. I kind of want to go see him Riot 10. and he's going to be here. He, we're going. I know. And we are I bet I make yeah. friends with him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Follow the trend. Dude, so I need some videos. To be Riot 10 is next Saturday here in Austin. Dude, what's dope about Austin is every weekend there's like, you, you like get to pick which DJs. Yeah. Like, like you want to go see. On Friday, Saturday nights. So, you know, we always choose Volcan because Volcan has the fucking best DJs. But uh, Arm & Hammer is there over the weekend. We we low-key made friends with Arm & Hammer, which is really fucking cool. I'm like, I did a great job not fanboying at all. I'm still, like, <laughs> trying not to fanboy much. Uh, but we're going to, like, travel around with them a little bit next year and hit, hit some rave scenes with them. So I'm pumped. But we were Volcan, you know, raving, having a good time, a little bit twisted. This dude comes down. And he's like, dude, um, you know, this like is really fucking cool. But like, I, you know, follow you on Instagram. Like I know about the podcast, like everything like that. Um, and I was like, oh shit. Like, you know, I, I, I appreciate that. Like, um, you know, that's, that's really dope. They want to fucking do a shot together. And then, you know, we fucking crush shot and he's like, you know, my, my crew upstairs, like they all like know who you are. They know about the podcast, tune into the podcast, um, you know, follow your stuff, whatever. So went up there, uh, kicked it with those people for a little bit. Fantastic people. Um, I, I I definitely appreciated the interaction. I appreciated the hospitality at your uh, lounge upstairs. Uh, you guys were fantastic. So this shout out is for you guys. I hope to see you guys back there. Riot 10. Cause that motherfucker is going to be bonkers. Like, like Arm and Hammer like throws down. Yeah. Like they go hard. Arm and Hammer is going to be a little bit more of a spiritual, um, different style of music adventure. And Riot Ten is just going to like <laughs> blast your fucking skull against the wall like oh, repeatedly over and over again. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, so, I can't wait to see the video, dude. It was super funny. Um, we woke up what Sunday morning and Haley's like, man. You know, my right. neck really hurts. And I was like, that's how you know you're a motherfucking headbanger. If, if I heard live riot, got the sauce, boy. Yeah. Like, that shit. Oh my God. Dude, it's going to be lit. Dude. Yeah. Uh, we, we ordered, um, we ordered some jerseys. Me and Brandon ordered some jerseys. Uh, Dude, from I like, company. I kind of like that. Yeah. That, you know, jerseys are the, you're going out there. Yeah. That's what we wear when we go out. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> we wow. have Brandon. We're watching, we're watching Brandon <laughs> set up the lights while we're recording the Brandon's, podcast. Yep. Live. Brandon's outside is, the window. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but we ordered uh, some jerseys. We're, we're, we're going to be called the trendsetters. <laughs> no D. <laughs> that's right, man. Trendsetter. We got some jerseys coming in. So, you know, if you guys see us out, uh, you know, say what's up. We can grab a picture i would absolutely love to meet you guys um as always today though episode 108 i want it to be about expectations it's something i talked about on my close friend story earlier today so there's been a really interesting dynamic here happened recently so competition season's done and at the end of every competition season it's coming to an end you know everyone kind of um you know elite athletes 
assess their situation, assess the year, assess what's happening here. Right. And this is the you know most common time of year where you see um, moves being made mm-hmm. within the um, upper echelon of amateur competition. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, or like, the same like where goes, pro cards are being earned and that uh, kind of stuff. So, so, or more so people who did not earn it, but were on the cusp of earning it. Got it. it or people who this sees who are very, you know, high end competitors, you know, maybe finished top 10 in a national show, mm-hmm. but they did not meet the expectation they had for the year. They assessed back. What went wrong? What happened? How, how, how do we fix this? And oftentimes, you know, there, there are coaching changes being made. Here's what you have to understand as a coach. Every athlete is following every coach, right? So, a lot of coaches and you guys, I'm never going to like attach names to this. There, there, there's a lot of coaches who talk one way on Instagram who are not close to that in, mm. you know, in their mm. actual handling of clients. Sure. Right. And like how I talk on Instagram is vastly different than how I handle my clients too, because I'm way harder on my clients than I am on yeah. Instagram. The expectations high. Yeah. And you know, I, I think it's important to understand why are the expectations of your coach so important because showing up and doing good is not enough. It's not enough for me. And honestly, if you're an athlete, I don't think that should be enough for you. This is competitive bodybuilding. This is high end stuff. The MPC is the best um, um, amateur federation by far. No one else is even close. There's no competition. The IFBB is the gold standard of being a professional. Those are the only I've told you guys before. Um, I know I have a lot of, you know, WBFF pros who do listen to this. I appreciate you guys. I respect you guys. You guys all have fantastic physiques. The IFBB is a completely different class. Mm-hmm. It's it's like comparing double A baseball to the major league baseball. Okay. Um, AA baseball is really good. Yeah. You know, they're, they're getting paid athletes. for it. They're yeah. top tier. Yeah. But they're not major league baseball players mm-hmm. yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, competing at an extremely high level, you really do have to have all your ducks in a row. And you know, a lot of that comes as well with how are you being coached? Are you being coached a little soft? Is, is fifth place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is, you know, first call outs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what is okay? Um, what is your coach deemed to be okay? okay? And I think people understand what I deem. Okay. They listen to the podcast. They see how I talk. They yep. see the success that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, they know what I deem. Okay. And over the past few days since the national championships ended, um, I, I'm now at six um, inquiries that have come in from folks who just finished it in the top 10 mm-hmm. and a majority of them finished in the top 10 multiple times. And a few of them finished top five multiple times at national shows this year. Okay. Well, why are you making a coaching switch? What every single one of them referenced in their application in one way or another, obviously the verbiage was different, was about expectations. Mm. When okay. Katie, I, I said something to Katie Younger earlier about it because her and I were discussing it. And when Katie came on board, first thing I told her mm-hmm. was, my expectation for you is to earn your pro card. Mm-hmm. You have one shot. It is the North American Championships. We're not doing another show after that. She came to me in a very unhealthy place. Mm-hmm. You have one shot. We have 10 weeks until this show. If you do not turn pro there, it's done. All right. You're going to be an amateur heading into 2021. Like all chips are fucking in. And like, we'll try next we're, year. We're Yeah. yeah. And, and we're going to go back at it next year after a health phase. Yeah. And... That's exactly what we did. Mm -hmm. We showed to Pittsburgh. We dominated. We turned pro. I told Ashley when I took over Ashley's prep, Ashley, this is what's going to happen. 
right now, this is your reality. Mm -hmm. Where your reality is going to be here in X amount of time is going to be an IFBB Pro. Mm -hmm. What you need to do is everything that I say and nothing less and nothing mm -hmm. more. A lot of people, we want to do more. Oh man, if I do one more set, I'm closer, right? Well, it's not always, no. Everything yeah. I yeah. say, you do, do yeah. a team. And when we travel to Orlando, we are going to have an amazing outcome. And I bet you, you leave there as an IFBB Pro. She did everything. We go to Orlando. We win. Mm -hmm. She turns pro. I, I say I, I don't mind putting pressure on my athletes mm -hmm. because being on Team Mahaley, there's a pressure that does come with it mm -hmm. because of you know where I hold the brand in regard to its reputation that's been built. Okay. I want people to be scared when they see the logo. Mm. And that happens. Mm -hmm. I've been told mm. by coaches and competitors of other teams. It happens. My competitors get told at every national show. You dream, Justin. How's how is that? Yeah, like, he scares me. Yeah, like, he's yeah. he's scary. Like mm -hmm. that's why I don't train with him. Yeah, good. That's exactly what I want the reputation to be here. Then my okay. clients come to me like, <laughs> guess what I was just told. I had interaction with these two <laughs> girls backstage were amazed I had the TM on. Yeah. And they were like asking a million questions. Sure, and they said sure. they were scared of you. And I was like, that's why they're going to lose. Yeah. And guess what happened? Ashley won. Other girls lost. Yeah. Every single time. Every it's single like time. Because Ohio State. The right? expect yeah, the expectation is you win a national championship at Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. So when Ohio State, you know, gets into a rough spout in the fourth quarter against Indiana, mm -hmm. who, you know, is a really good team and, you know, shit's not going very well. The expectation is different. Indiana's expectation is to hang in the ball game yeah. with Ohio State. I, Ohio State's expectation is to win the national championship. What do you think carries them over? Yeah. That the, the expectation, like this game, I understand there's adversity now, but down the road, there's going to be far bigger items. The, the more and more that I have listen to you here and then obviously we've talked and you know gotten to know each other and i've understood the team and the outlook and the goals and that kind of stuff and even the athletes on the team the more and more i see what you originally told me a long time ago that you wanted to model it after ohio state it's literally with, urban, with the urban meyer um, era. because i read an article remember i told asked you about the whole urban meyer texas thing yeah i read an article that says like you either love him or you hate him yeah and so i didn't really understand that's me i, I thought everybody loved him no and like he was a dope coach yeah right and then i dug a little deeper and there's a lot, there's a whole side that hates the dude. Oh, absolutely. Because of there's, his technique there, and style. For, well, there's former players who hate him because of his communication style. Yeah. I have former clients that hate me because of my communication mm, style. Yeah. There's former players that'll shame him on fucking national TV. Sure. I have former clients that still talk about me on fucking Instagram. Yeah. And sure, like, sure. it's, I, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I find that, look, you couldn't handle the culture. You weren't able to rise to the top. There was yeah, yeah, too yeah. much friction within your own trust, within your own self, mm -hmm. within your own behaviors mm -hmm. that cost you the chance at being something really special. And so I don't mind that because, yeah, Team Haley is not for everybody. That's why I don't fucking accept everybody. I mean, I just went through what we had like 86 applications or something then in eight weeks and I accepted 15 people. Mm -hmm. That's not a very high clip, right? Yeah. If you apply with me, you're probably not getting accepted right away. Like you're probably gonna have to wait for a while. Several weeks. Yeah. But maybe never. I mean, there's people, you know, who are going on week 10. Oh yeah. And yeah. you know, and there's they, some people who just never get, never get accepted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a majority happens. of people at this point never get accepted. You yeah. do have to be like, you have to show me something. Sure. Show me that. Like, are you actually ready it's for like a draft. this? <laughs> Dude, it kind of is. It's like a fucking draft. It kind of is. But like now what's exciting about this, you know, the new influx of clients that we're getting is like, man, there's going to be a lot of pro cards that's coming up. Yeah. But like I explained to Katie, you know, a lot of coaches get pumped up over pro cards. Okay. 
I get it. I get happy from my clients, but it's a part to a whole. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I don't mean to say I felt emotionless when I watched the pro cards happen. I was yelling, I was screaming, I was hyped up. Yeah, sure. But I'm hyped up because I, I'm hyped up because I'm watching a, a plan unfold. The you, mission is being executed in real time. You crossed that, that first threshold. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right now the plan's being executed. Mm-hmm. That excites me. That makes me hype. I think a yeah. lot of coaches get really fucking excited because like, fuck, I had no idea. I had no expectations. I went in this with nothing and like it's happening. Right. So that, that's what I was going to ask is, you know, setting the expectation. What do you, when someone, I know we've talked about this plenty of times, but someone comes to you, I come to you and I say, I want to compete. Yeah. Do you I mean, are you setting the expectation? As soon as I say those words. Yeah. Is that where the expectations start? The expectation. So I, I would say when you take it to that level, yeah, there's an expectation. Yeah. All right. You want to compete. So my expectation is you win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now my expectation, let, let's say you come to me tomorrow. You're like, you know, Justin, I want to compete. All right, Scott, you know, I think we can, I think we can train really fucking hard. We can supplement, right. We can diet right to where by the end of this year, we can be competitive and maybe, Oh, uh, um, middleweight or a light heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say we're going to win because we're not in 2022. We're going to win. Yeah. But like right now we're not going to win. Yeah. Now the other side of that is what do you prefer? Do you want to go into a prep and make sure you can get nasty fucking peeled and make sure you actually have the discipline for it? Do you want to wait till 2022? Now let's say you come to me like, like Brandon did. Yeah. Brandon came to me with like, he, he had a very good amount of muscle for his frame for like never following anything. He's mm-hmm. like kind of naturally very gifted in yep. terms of that. Yep. And there was a show in 12 weeks and he was fat and we got him absolutely peeled mm-hmm. for that show. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he, he won one of his classes. He got second in another class. Um, so he won two of his classes. He got second in another class. And, um, like, like that was the reality was, well, all right, then you're supposed to win. And I set so, the expectation yeah. right out the gate. But when the expectation is for a pro card, that's also that's a different level mm-hmm. as well. Because, you know, I talk about on here, if you want to be a professional, it doesn't matter about it matters about protocols and execution and stuff. But when you start talking pro card, that shit should be so fucking down pat that it's not even questionable. Right. Yeah. It's about the, you need to be mentally, you need to be a pro yeah, and okay. all of your handlings in life. Cause I can promise you, you know, you're going to get up on that stage and if you're not a pro mentally, it's going to show mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to cover it up, man. Sandy's going to eat you alive or mm-hmm. Tyler's going to eat you alive or mm-hmm. Steve is going to eat you alive while they're judging Now you can have a great physique. That means nothing. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't know, you know, if you're not there mentally, they can tell um, if you're not there spiritually, then you, it ain't happening. Yeah. Um, and like I said, you, you will get eaten alive by other people who are pros on that stage. Yeah. Um, they will outperform you period. Yeah. And, and there's no other way around that. So I think expectations are incredibly important because it's uh, how I view them as like pole vaulting, you know, pole vaulting. Track, <laughs> my my right? buddy did that yeah. when he was younger. Yeah. Like there's a, v- it's so clear cut, right? Either make it or you don't. You cross the bar or you fail. You, or you literally fail. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it's, it could not, it's the most clear cut sport that yeah. there is. Yeah. Sporting event that there is, is pole vaulting. Well, that's kind of what expectations are because I don't have loose expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, the expectations are very concrete. They're not mm-hmm. just abstract thoughts. I, I speak things into existence. When mm-hmm. I tell you, you should win, you should win, you should win, you should win. We're going to win. We're going to win. Let's do this. Turn pro. Get the first call out. So your first pro show, all that stuff. 
Like it's not just to like fire you up or it's not just like make you feel a type of way. I am setting your mind into that path of, of, of that's where I can go. Mm-hmm. And you obsess over it the way I'm going to obsess over it for you that it just becomes part of you. Was, I mean, how often do I talk about Mr. USA? I was going to say it's the exact same thing as Mr. Ohio was. Every day as Mr. Ohio before yeah. every set. How many videos or how many posts or how yeah. many, you know, texts and comments and whatever. So yeah. I'm Mr. Ohio. I'm Mr. Ohio. Yeah. I'm Mr. Ohio. Yeah. It was never about. It was being chiseled into yeah, your brain. It was. It yeah. was never about like, if I win Mr. Ohio, yeah. it's like when I'm Mr. Ohio, yeah. I go yeah. into a set and I'm like from fucking Mr. Ohio, like earn it right here. Yeah. That same thing with Mr. USA. I'm sure that does a lot for you mentally it it, does. with any, any, you know, competition, career, yeah. whatever. Yeah. If you're chiseling away and it's permanent yeah. in your head, I'm sure that has a driving factor you, in your you success. Make it a non-negotiable. Yeah. Um, like truly you, 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 you make it a non-negotiable. It's, it's a mental battle. I mean, yeah. every, every element of success is really, yeah, sure. it's, it's all a mental battle. And it's like, you know, you don't just become, there are no such things as overnight success stories. Overnight success stories happen just cause you never heard of that person, but that person Definitely. has been fucking working. Yeah. Yeah. And they begin after it. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it, it takes it's it's that culmination of the manifestation to where, like Scott said, you're chiseling it in your head to where when you ingrain something so deeply into your head that you just believe it, you just start acting. You just are it. Mm-hmm. You live it. You become that. And you you, you yeah. become it. And then nothing like like I I, I feel like I'm already Mr. USA. Yeah, I know I'm not going to win for another two years at the soonest, mm-hmm. but I'm already Mr. USA. Mm-hmm. And everything that I, you know, do, I, I want it to like follow that suit, mm-hmm. right? Every training mm-hmm. set, every time I have to crush a protein shake when I don't want to crush a protein shake, yeah. um, you know, force feeding a meal, um, which and that's I, you training the mentality. It, it side is. Of things. It is. And, and, you know, saying no to things and yes, to other things that benefits or pulls away from it's, it, I, I, I truly believe that as bodybuilders and even in a sport that is so subjective and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to show up. And that's why a lot of coaches kind of shy away from setting expectations for, Mm -hmm. for their athletes. Mm -hmm. I think you have to have it. I think it's a non-negotiable. I think it's a necessity. It's, it's part of sports psychology Mm -hmm. is if, if you know clear and concise what the plan is, then you know, the odds that you executed at, at, at the highest level of your capability are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's, it's just like a football play. I've alluded to this many times before. If the coach calls the play, there's 11 people on the field and they're all doing something different. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But if they're all doing the exact same thing and everything's moving in one direction, it's probably going to work pretty well. Yeah. And, and so it's a culmination of doing like just moving in one direction you know, making the things work very, very well. Your entire protocol, your mental, your spiritual, everything's lined up. You live it, you become it, you obsess over it so hard. You talk about it so much that it absolutely drives you insane to the point that you get fucking sick thinking about not becoming that thing. Like it's almost like it's like, it's not really reality. Mm. Um, Like if I look into the future five years and I'm not Mr. USA, I wouldn't believe it Mm -hmm. to be quite frank with you. Um, And you know, yeah, a lot of people might think that there's a detrimental side to that. Sure. Um, I think that the expectation being set just forces a, a person who's inherently competitive to exude those traits mm. onto others. Right. Mm-hmm. But 
I would be interested to, you know, hear what you guys like think about that. Like, does your coach set expectations for you? Do you know what the expectations are for you? Um, you know, I, I'm not sure why it's just been something I've always like, like, man, I'm friends with a lot of coaches in this industry and hardly any of them talk the way I do. Yeah. It's, it's almost as if you should draw a, uh, a line. Yeah. Right. You got a beginning. So start of coaching. Yeah. And let's say you want to compete. Start of coaching. What's the end? And, you know, we always hear the reverse engineer. Like we yeah. talk about that. I don't know how many people hear that, but it's often used now. Yeah. And in reality, that works a lot. Yeah. That works really well because if you're Along not, with this. Yeah. Along that's with what it, I mean. You have to reverse engineer. Because I mean. yeah. right now you're reverse engineering Mission yeah. USA. Right. Exactly. So you have beginning and you have end. What's yeah. beginning? Well, beginning is now. End is USA. Yeah. Boom. When I was in between. Yeah. And you have to make sure the map goes that direction yeah because if you don't you're just gonna stop constantly. exactly or if you want to make it like a mountain and like has ups and downs and that kind yeah. of shit but as long as you make it up and get to this peak as long as you're getting closer to 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 the peak yeah like you say then then further and i think i think it's very important to be able to have that capability mm-hmm. um it's also very important for the athlete to be able to have that vision yeah i was gonna say i think it's will. important to set that and yeah. stick with it. Yeah. Because it might change over the course of yeah. time, but at the very least you're going towards a, uh, something greater than yourself. Exactly. And even though you might not get, let's say you, let's say you don't get to that point. Yeah. Whether you have the belief or not, and you keep, as long as you keep the belief and you get to there, it's some, somewhere along the line, it's probably going to change. Yeah. Even to a greater point. hundred percent. Right. So you get to Mr. USA. Oh, let's say you get it and you're done. Yeah. You're like, fuck, well, there's still more. Yeah. It's not the only peak. Yeah. It's peak one. Yeah. It's peak Ohio one. is peak one, peak two, yeah. then peak three. Then what's yeah. going forward? Yeah. Because it, it, that's why it's really unique for a client to be able to see the, you know, the vision as well. I think for, for me, it's easy because I mean, most of you, I'm assuming you saw my transformation picture I posted the other day, the how it started versus how it's going. Yeah. I've been so far away from the first peak. Yeah. Like I've been so far away to where like, I mean, you couldn't even voice it out loud. It wasn't reality. Like it wasn't, that is, it wasn't, it wasn't real. Mm -hmm. It's not a real thing. Okay. Wait, wait, did you always want to be Mr. US in that um, before picture? Yeah. At that point in time, could you remember, did you want to be Mr. USA or not? At that point I knew about Mr. Ohio, but I didn't know about Mr. USA. Right there. So then you only saw, you could only visibly see one peak, but at least you're driving towards that peak. Yeah. And once you got to that level, you were like, oh shit, there's more up there. And I've uncut, like, let's say it's like you're uh, in the mountains and the clouds. Yeah. You get up to the mountain and you hit the clouds and like, oh shit. There's a lot more up here than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. That you just can't see through. That's actually a really good point. That's kind of how, that's how bodybuilding is too. Yeah. But also your goal can be ever changing. That doesn't mean we change it from Mr. USA to X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. That means, well, what if you have to make a coaching change to get closer Mm -hmm. to Mr. USA? What if you have to change the way you train to get closer to Mr. USA? Mm -hmm. What if you get injured, knock on wood, and you have to change, you know, you have to be out two months. Yeah. Well, it's like Matt when he tore his pec. Yeah. Like that's going to change the the trajectory. Uh, what if you're in a health complication? You know, what if all of there's all these what ifs you kind of have to be flexible for. That's why I talk about you need to be a professional mentally, too. When when I mean, go back to Ohio State this past weekend, Justin Fields played the absolute worst football game he's probably ever played in the history of his career. Right. He played terrible. And there was peaks and valleys and there were pivots and roadways and blockways that we you know, were preventing them against the number nine ranked team in the country of winning. Mm. And there was a point in the game where it looked like Indiana had a very strong chance to win this game. Okay. And he was playing terrible. He was playing very poor 
But again, you keep the focus, the expectation, the trajectory which you're headed is so far greater than this that it almost gives you a sense of calm. Mm. You have to make a coaching change. You have a sense of calm. Mm-hmm. You, you, people are pretty intelligent. If you trust yourself, people are pretty intelligent. I also say that loosely because not everyone has that trust for themselves to make the right next call. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just end up with a good coach and get, got lucky from that. Okay. Right. Okay. But if you trust yourself, if you're you know, believing in yourself every single time there's a pivot that happens, a roadway, anything, you're still going to be getting closer to the goal. It's just, you know, not the same rate. Yeah. Right. That maybe yeah. you would like it to well, be on your, on your track up the mountain. There's, yeah. a, little, there's a little valley. Yeah. And then you yeah. just got to get back up. Yeah. There's going to be a valley, but man, that's where being a professional mentally comes into play because there are so many individuals who like one thing. Oh my God, my gym got shut down. Yeah. Life's over. All right, dude, that's fine. Yeah. Like that's, it's okay. Yeah. We knew this was coming. No, none of us support this, but we knew that this was coming. That's a benefit too, is if you know it's coming, at least you can prepare. At least you can prepare. Right. So we know that it's coming and, and now it happened. And you let it punch you in the mouth. Yeah. Right. Well, you're not ready. You're not ready to be in the first call out of a national stage. Yeah. You're not ready to earn your IFBB pro card. You're not even ready at that point. You're not even really ready to win it overall. Like mm-hmm. you have to be very mentally stable here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it has to be even keel. There can't be all these ups and downs. It can't be one day good, one day bad. Yeah. And I don't say it's put pressure on people who may, might feel or experience or react to things, um, you know, differently than what I'm laying out here. I'm not saying you're wrong per se, but I'm saying I do know a lot of professional bodybuilders and a majority of them are very even keel individuals. Hmm. They're very in control of all their circumstances hmm. outside of professional bodybuilders. I feel I, I know a lot of very successful individuals. I just had lunch with a you know good friend of mine and um, some of his buddies came along, all very, very successful individuals. And it was amazing you know, the level of conversation that we were all having. Hmm. And, it, you know, it's 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 everyone's very it's it's very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. success looks similar across all these different industries. Yeah. Yeah. Like you start seeing the of, patterns. Yeah. None of our industries overlap, but yeah. we're all very successful in it. Yeah. And we're all here bonding over how we operate within our success. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's even keel. It's, it's, um, you know, we are going to be prepared for every outcome. And then as events happen to us, we will choose the best possible path. Like mm-hmm. that's my job as a coach. Mm-hmm. If you freak out, that's on you. I have yeah. nothing to do yeah. with that because I'm prepared for whatever comes next. Mm-hmm. If if you want to, you know, be calm, uh, approach this like a pro, we'll work through whatever problem is, is coming up, is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Then we're go- probably going to be pretty good. We're going to be able to pivot and adapt really quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of people just feel like the world's fucking over and one item happens. You're the, you're the, the client is the CEO. Yeah. Okay. You're the coach yeah. is the investor. Yeah, 100%. Okay, your stocks, your public traded company, your stocks going up, 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 up. Yep. You're both happy. Yeah. And COVID hits. Yeah. Stock drops. Big drops. CEO, do you freak out? Do you lose your mind? And do you panic? 
Or is the investor going to see that and then be like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you exactly. panicking? Because now yeah. your stock is going down. Well, I don't care that it went down. Yeah. Let's get it back up and let's make a new peak beyond that. You know what happens drop. when the investor sees the CEO fucking freak out? They never get money anymore. <laughs> they never get money again. You just, yeah. you just lost. Like, you know what? You lost your pockets. Maybe I should pull out. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. And that will happen. And yeah. that's exactly how, you know, coaching is. Coaching, you know, high level athletes yeah. is like that, dude. There, you're going to lose bodybuilding shows. That's the reality of it. Yeah. You're going to lose bodybuilding shows. Now, accepting a loss, that shouldn't really be an option on the table. Mm. Um, I'm very fortunate that we were able to win more than we lost this year. But fuck, dude, I'm looking at 2021 and I'm like, I don't know. We might lose more than we win. And that would can, suck. But you can leverage a loss. We can we can leverage a loss into pushing harder, into yeah. being better, into, into loving the process more. If you show up to every fucking show, you just win, 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 win. Like fucking Cecily did. <laughs> yeah. Like at some point, does it get too easy? Do you fall? That's out what of I was gonna say. For, is, you, know? you know, with the mainly with athletes, you know, it, there has to be some pain. Yeah. To reach greatness. Yeah. At least that's what it seems like. One hundred percent. Consistently, you see people fail, fail, fail. Or they came from hardships or yep. whatever. There's a lot of pain involved in the growth and the men, the mental strength and fortitude to get to the the whatever peak you're searching yep. for. Yeah. I think. Part of the process has to have that. Yeah. Um, I mean, every you single said day. It's perfect. Well, How's it? Where are you challenged? Exactly. I, I, you know, I, I still to this day, every single day, think about the last loss I took in 2017. Yeah. Like I think about it every single session. Yeah. All the time. Like that was almost four fucking years. What did, what did you say? You, you always tell your clients, this, especially ones that are getting really close to a, a center, you know, a center stage. Yeah. Nothing sucks more than being. Next to the person who's winning. Yeah, nothing sucks more being next to the person who's winning knowing you could have done more. Yeah, that's what it that was. That sucks. Yeah. That absolutely sucks. Someone else is in the winner's circle. You're not in the winner's circle, and you could have done more. And feeling that way mm-hmm. and allowing yourself to feel that is absolutely treacherous. Like, yeah. it still haunts me. Mm-hmm. It still fucks me up. But and I could have done more in that prep. You're not letting it. No, drop you it all fuels me. Yeah, no, it makes me go absolutely fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes me go absolutely insane. To and, say the least. And I think leveraging, leveraging the hurt, leveraging the pain. When you care about something, there's going to be pain involved. When you care about a fucking partner that you're in love with, there's going to be pain involved. When you care about a company, there's going to be pain involved. When you care about a football team, there's going to be pain involved. When you hella fucking care about yourself and how you do in body bunny competition, and you understand. You are entering a hobby that you will likely lose more than you win in, no matter how good you are. Mm. You have to be ready for that pain and you have to be ready to bounce back from that pain. If you allow yourself to get into a mental funk every single time, something doesn't go your way in bodybuilding, you're never going to get anywhere. I promise you that because bodybuilding is a mental game and it's a mental funk game. There's going to be a lot of mental funks, a shit ton of mental funks. If you're not able to overcome and adapt to that, you're not going to be a good bodybuilder. I believe expectations are a massive, massive element towards achieving client success. If you come on my team, you're going to have very high expectations especially with how much we're winning right now. So for episode 108, I want you to think about this. Assess your expectations for yourself. If you're with a coach, assess their expectations for you. Make sure their expectations are hard enough and high enough because you, you are only being molded into their final vision. If their final vision is not in line with yours, then that needs to change. There needs to be an adaptation here. Think about that. Set your expectations extremely high. Manifest it every single day. Speak it into existence. Speak it into existence so deeply that you just live it. It becomes a non-negotiable. 
I have to win Mr. USA because I'm fucking obsessed over it for three years now. Episode 108, I'll see you next time.